in today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. I can't be sorry for something I didn't know I did, I don't think. Can you believe someone when they come sure, to you? Sure, yeah. but if it's going to be something petty over a traffic thing, no, I'm not going to. But if it is petty, are you able to let it go? Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. There you go. Just say, oh, I'm sorry if that happened. I yeah. didn't realize it. And you just but I'm not allow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was parked right here in the cab. She comes up. She puts her face against the window. Starts screaming. I'm like, go away, go away. You know, I'm shooting her away. And so finally, I just looked at her and I did it right back at her. And it scared the shit out of her. And she ran down the street. Right. Sometimes yeah. you, you just... give it, you got to give it back what they're <laughs> sending out. Yeah. <laughs> I had a woman that I drive regularly who paid for the ride. And, they sh and then she said, here's another $50. I'm like, what? She goes, I don't know. I just feel like someone is going to need this. Oh, okay. I yeah. mean, yes, you're tempted to just keep the 50 bucks. I would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a guy who was just as excited as you, paid his $125, got his green card, and he was in my cab. He was so excited. I'm going to the dispensary. It's like going to Disneyland. Yeah. And he had a little Ziploc bag of goldfish crackers. And I said, oh, I love goldfish crackers. And he gave me like five of them. I had eaten an entire two-pound milk carton box of those goldfish crackers. Holy smokes. And two frozen pizzas. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their <laughs> other podcasts. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Up we go. Once upon a time, there was a sexy cab driver named Thomas, and he took pity on this ugly older guy named David and became his friend. And pretty soon, <laughs> I'm waiting for David, actually. Uh, David's car is still in the shop. I think his mechanic uh, needs to buy it some wasn't really my speed. Though. I was making it. Well, hello there. there. I was there before I got there. Can I help you, sir? Hi. How you doing? Are you are you my Uber? <laughs> yeah, I'm your Uber. Yeah, F a Ford F one fifty is an Uber. Are you are you here for David? I'm here for David. Hey, let's go. <laughs> and away we go. Did you see me faking puking? Right yes, there? I saw that. I, I just... started to laugh, and you threw me off of my uh, intro. <laughs> yeah, that's not my puke. But anyway, David's car is still in the shop. I know, I know. Because uh, David's mechanic, <laughs> he forgot, only, only has one arm. No, he just forgot. He just forgot. He forgot last week. Oh. So it was in the shop for like three days and he didn't, he never got to it. Yeah. So he asked me to do it this week. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't, my car is not uh, yeah. available. So we still have to be in this. This awesome truck with 350,000 miles on it, dude. Wow. Yeah. Uh, really good. I burped. Is that what that was? <laughs> well, I hope your car gets fixed soon. Uh, he, he's going to do the valve covers oh. tomorrow. Oh, so I'll have it back by Fancy. Tomorrow. 
Are you, is he knitting them? Is that why it's taking so long? <laughs> He's making a, a wintertime cozy, they're, they're cozy for my yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, dude, you're, and I know you're not going to believe this. I had a 1980 um, Mercury Capri, and people would call them crappies because they were pretty crap, crap. If I did not put an old horse blanket on the engine at night, when I came out in the morning, it, it would not turn over. It, yeah. Oh, wow. And isn't that quirky? That well, if, that was there was a day where cars couldn't start unless they were right. And my, well, I'm talking in Sacramento, so I mean it oh. wasn't ice cold. Right. I mean it. If I ran the car, got home, didn't throw the blanket on, when I came out the next morning, it would go. That's Whoa. crazy. But if I threw that old horse blanket on that engine, it would start right up, and that is <clears throat> freaky to me. Oh, run by home. He's gonna walk right through it. He's gonna walk right. Oh, through. he walked right through the shoes. I don't care. These ain't my shoes. <laughs> It's like cops pull somebody over and pat them down. What's this? I don't know. These ain't my pants. <laughs> I found them down the street. I'm holding them for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. You okay? No, I think I'm getting sick. Don't don't breathe on me, That's man. That's why I'm drinking this power aid. Yeah, because 10 out of 11 doctors recommend power aid when you're starting to feel sick. I'm just drinking liquids, man. Okay, okay. I'm not. Just, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not drinking liquids, man. Don't, don't, don't breathe on my can. Don't pull up your pants. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're, you think you're throwing a joke on me, but your face was down <laughs> my can. So I, <laughs> I'm just standing here naked. Whatever you want to do with your face, hey, your face I'm not one to judge. <laughs> Is that a match? Oh, I have a good one. So somebody has always has been trying to get into my cartoons. Okay. And so this kid that wants to get into my cartoons, he's walking up the street. And he's like, hey, yo, is this going to make it in the cartoons? And he pulls down his pants and moons me. Okay. And I haven't had anybody moon me directly. I've seen people moon other people. So yeah. it, it will make the cartoon. I said, yeah, that'll work. But damn it. You got some crusties there. And he stops and he pulls up his pants and comes up and he's like, do I really? I mean, do I? <laughs> and he was totally self-conscious. Oh my god! To the point where he brought it up like a couple days later when I saw him. Did I really have something in my? Oh my god! Like, yeah. And I was just being smartassy like we are sure. here. Yeah. And I just was really proud of myself that I had just got in that guy's head for at least yeah. three days. Yeah. <laughs> Renting space in his brain. Yeah. Well, you're kind of a bully. I don't think I'm a bully, uh, but I did have, um, you know, let's get started. I did have a, a I situation. We were started. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. You did have somebody that was a bully. No, <clears throat> no. You mentioned uh, bully, and I had somebody in the cab who uh, mentioned one of the bartenders in town, and I said, "Oh, you know so and so," and she said, "Yeah, yeah. She was my bully when I was growing up oh. in high school." And I said, "Oh, no way." And she went on to talk about you know what it was like, and that they later became friends, and it reminded me of a bully that I had. I think we we've all had bullies, and if you sure. haven't had a bully. It's likely you were a bully, you know, but there was this kid, Robbie, at my bus stop when I would get picked up and he would make fun of me and my brother all the time. We went to a different school, uh, but we rode the same buses, you know, and he made fun of me all the time, like all the time, terrorized me, picked me, flicked my ears, right. things like that. So it was physical and uh, oh, verbal. Fuck yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. I was afraid of him like all the time. Fast forward many years. I get married, I come out here, and my wife was from this area. Uh -huh. And she says, oh, I need you to meet my friend. She lives the next farm over, and she's recently married to 
a guy from your town. From your town back east. Yeah, yeah. And she's out here with her... With her new husband, Robbie. Okay. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not going over there. This kid made my life miserable four years. How many years after this? So this would be... be, You're talking a good chunk of time, right? This would be... Yeah, 10 years, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, no, no, I'm not not going there. But I've obviously, you know, when you're married, you do. Yeah, what the bitch is. <laughs> yeah. And they both thought it was really cute, and they laughed about it. They laughed about my pain. They laughed okay. about my pain together, and Robbie was like, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Like, So I it was, in, was so insignificant to him that it didn't even, it but didn't it was hurt. in your head all these years. All my life. All my life. And, uh, which was, it, I didn't know whether to be insulted by him not remembering at all. Not, not even enough to say, I'm sorry for what I know I did. Yeah. It was just, I'm sorry if that's what I did. Right. You and know? I've had that. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that from. And I think uh, the thing is, people say, well, we were kids back then. You know, blah, blah, they give you that old spiel, right? And it's true. But, but if it's haunted you through your whole life. Yeah. And you happen to meet this, say you meet this bully 15 years later and they. Either they say they don't remember or they apologize and say we're just kids. You don't have to forgive them. It's probably healthier if you do. Well, yeah, forgiveness is about you them. you don't have to. Yeah. If it's terrorized you for 10, 15 years, there, nobody, there's no written rule that says, oh, if they apologize, you have to accept their apology. Right. No, you don't. Well, I think he apologized out of mortification. Right. Well, if somebody came up to me and accused me, accused me of, or told me what their experiences was, was with me and I don't remember... I can, I think, with genuineness, say, I am so sorry for what I don't remember. So if you pull into a gas station, a guy pulls up behind you and says, hey, you fucking cut me off. I get that a lot. And do you say, oh, I'm sorry if I did that? Yeah. Well, because I don't. I say, I didn't do that. I don't remember doing that. (laughs) You may have not known that you cut somebody off. Sure. But I had one guy follow me through neighborhoods as I was dropping somebody off. He drove up on me like, "Mm -hmm." he got out of his car, came up to my window. He was ready to throw down. Right. And he goes, back there on the street, you cut me off. And I said, I did? And he goes, yeah. And I said, man, I didn't see you. I am sorry. I was out of line. Well, what do you do with that then? Yeah. And he's like, well. Be more careful. Yeah. And he walks off. Drive better. Yeah. <laughs> Drive better, do better. <laughs> I can forgive. I, I don't feel like. Or can, ask for forgiveness for not knowing. What I, I can't be sorry for something I didn't know I did. I don't think. Can you believe someone when they come sure. to you? Yeah. But if it's going to be something petty over a traffic thing, no, I'm not going to. But if it is petty, are you able to let it go? Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. There you go. Just say, oh, I'm sorry if that happened. I yeah. didn't realize it. And you just but I'm not allow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't tell them. Well, yeah, you say, I'm sorry you thought I cut you off. That's not an apology at all. No, not at all. No, okay. What I'm saying is I'm willing to apologize for something I'm not aware that someone okay. believes that I did. Okay. Yeah. Because Cause if they both, believe it, yeah. Yeah, and we can both walk away. Right. Well, let's get started. Let's, let's jump in. Toodle, let's go to the dispatcher. Where do you think he's going to send us? To hell. They always do. Okay. Welcome to the dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So thank you to Preston for giving the wheel this new and creative name. 
Yeah, the old name sucks. Yeah. So let's see where the dispatcher sends us now. The dispatcher. 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 The dispatcher. 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 It is number four. four. You golf? I did one time. I did one time. You, what, a full 18 holes? No, I did like seven, and I was like, this is so uh, boring. I did a uh, full 18 holes, uh, only one time out. And uh, first time out, I got a, a 79. I, a 79. Okay. And on the second hole, I did even better. I don't even know what that Oh, 79. Because <laughs> uh, 79 tries. Got it. For the first hole. Do they just tell you to leave the course when that happens? No. No. Unless you're backing people up. Yeah, no. Get out of here, buddy. Ding! <laughs> Wrong episode. <laughs> yeah, we should have we should have an ongoing uh, ding, thing about... Ding for butts. Butts, yeah. But dinging. But ding, but ding. So what is for? What was for? You tell me. Well, you have the book. Yeah, but I don't have the... Op- What's for? Okay, let me see like a life-changing event life-changing life-changing thomas do you have anything life-changing i do dude it changed my perspective on something okay uh i picked up this uh older gentleman he was obviously a homeless dude okay uh from downtown and he wanted to go over to another street behind uh where the bus picked up Okay. And I told him, well, the bus doesn't run this time of night. He goes, oh, I know, I know. I'm just staying down by the creek back there. So obviously homeless, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a short ride, so I wasn't really, you know, worried about him not paying or running or whatever. He's yeah. old guy anyway. I could probably have caught him. Right? Sure. <laughs> thrown around. <laughs> but uh, on the way, he starts telling me how he had left his campsite the day before. Mm-hmm. And when he got back, his sleeping bag, everything of any value whatsoever was gone and his little stash of money was gone. And at this point I'm thinking, oh dude, man, dude doesn't have any money for the ride. Oh well, you know. Yeah. But I get him there and he gets out and it was like eight dollars or something like that. And he hands me a ten. And I say, oh. uh, you know what, dude? You keep that ten dollars and here's another one. And I gave him ten more dollars. Um... And he started to cry. And I, I mean, it's awkward when a guy cries anyway, but when mm-hmm. it's a genuine tear filled, yeah, I can't believe someone's helping me kindness. out. Type He's of just thing. had yeah. the shit of the world. And now and it changed my perspective because I don't look at the homeless people the same way I used to. I used to always think, oh, they're just lazy. You know, they'd rather be out here. You know, they they're worth nothing. But the, there are some people out there who are really struggling and who knows why he was that way yeah and i don't know i didn't ask him his backstory mm-hmm. maybe it was medical you know medicals bankrupting people all the time sure uh but uh yeah it changed my perspective and i feel i'm more more tolerant and kinder <laughs> i guess well i do ha- i have uh one i can tell but i want to springboard off that because i would agree with you thomas i think that you exhibited something recently that shows that you still that has stayed with you mm-hmm. a couple weeks back you and i were standing out here and there was a homeless woman coming up and she asked if we had any money yeah. and i said no and i think you said no and then she started to cry mm-hmm. about all the things that were going wrong she, you know what i mean she, right. she just went emotional 
not a tirade, but like a an exasperated. She was exasperated, right. yeah, and she just was listing everything that was going wrong in her life. <clears throat> I'm gonna defend myself beforehand and say when I'm working, I'm very compartmentalized. Homeless person will come up to me and say, "You got any money?" I'm be like, "No." <laughs> Because I'm doing what you're doing. I'm looking for money. I'm yeah. out on the street uh -huh. doing the same thing. Yeah. Catch me on a day. I'm on. I'm and a day I think off. you actually told her this. Oh, and I just did it just now. Oh, you walking did? up okay. to the vehicle, there were some homeless guys on the corner yeah. over here, and they asked if you have any change, and I did. I had cash. I had money. Right. But if I'm working, I don't. Right. And uh, yeah, I did say that to this woman. Sorry, you know, I'm doing what you're doing, looking for money. Yeah. And whatever it was that happened, whatever all the kinds of things she was saying, I turned back to you, and I was like. Eh. But you had a different thing. Your heart broke for the woman. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I said, oh, she's crying. Yeah. yeah. And and mine was a little more cold, maybe because in this we get approached so many times, and I hear so many sob stories that you can But I also calloused. think that you're down here a lot more than I am. You're down in town more than I am. And I thought maybe you'd seen her around before. Oh, I've seen her plenty of times. And she does this all the time. Well, I haven't seen that particular thing. She's okay. usually looking for a foil uh -huh. <laughs> right. or something, you know, uh -huh. to, to burn her shit, right. to do her drugs. Um, but when you had a different perspective, I was a little embarrassed. Oh. Because I felt I was a little harsh. Because oh, okay. I was. I was. She kept talking. I'm saying, well, sorry about that. That's too bad. And mm. and I think I even chuckled at one point at something. And she goes, it's not funny. Right. You know? And how you perceived it and reacted to it made me feel a little guilty. This isn't your fault. This is me doing it to myself. Uh -huh. Guilt is something we do for ourselves, boys and girls. Yeah, and it was... So oh. I can say that your experience continues to carry over because I just okay. saw it that other night. Okay. You know? But there was another time, uh, a very similar woman. I was parked right here in the cab. She comes up and she just starts... She puts her face against the window, starts screaming... And I did not, I'm like, go away, go away. You know, I'm shooting her away and mm -hmm. she would not go. So finally I just looked at her and I did it right back at her and it scared the shit out of her and she ran down the street. Right, yeah. So, you know, sometimes yeah, you, you just... give it, you got to give back what they're yeah. sending out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do believe you are, you should be allowed in life to offend someone on the same level that they offend you. Okay. So if somebody smells bad, you should be allowed to say, you smell bad. Right. You know, say you fucking moron, you need to go wash her. No, no, no. You just tell them they smell bad. Now they're going to be offended, and yeah, like someone's walking down the street with their zipper down. You say your zippers down. Right. You're helping them out. They're going to be embarrassed, but it'll be sure. done. No one else has to know. But are you embarrassed to see that? Most people are. Uh, Most doesn't people matter. Are. It doesn't I kind of think it's. Well, do you mention it though? No. <laughs> yeah. I I follow them around, <laughs> and, and, I and point. behind behind them going, look at his zipper. His zipper's down. <laughs> Then I'll like uh, pass them and say, "Ah, just zipping by you here." <laughs> Boy, <laughs> this coffee is really zippy. What's the zip code here? <laughs> I've got ones for short people. It's like, hey, don't get short with me. Or, oh yeah, uh, they love that. Oh yeah. Someday someone's gonna pull a gat out and put so many holes in you, brother. <laughs> I, know. I say it with charm. Oh yeah, you think? Yeah, I know. I'm his bully. Charm is perceived, just like intent. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so life that was my life changing. Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. Um, I had a woman that I drive regularly who paid for the ride and they sh and then she said, Here's another fifty dollars. I'm like, What? She goes, I don't know, I just feel like someone is gonna need this. Oh, okay. I don't know who, but I trust you. You we've been riding with you for years and please give this to somebody who needs it. And I, I told her 
you got it. You know, I yeah. mean, yes, you're tempted to just keep the 50 bucks. I would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, you know, there's people who show up in your cab and they have no money. They end up or they maybe they do have money, but they, you know, they can't afford that. Right. And yeah. like you gave the ten dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. So the very next day, I'm pretty sure it was the next day uh, I drove down to the bus station, just driving through. And there was a woman that got off the midnight bus and she needed to go to a town that's 20, 25 miles away. OK. And she thought she was only going partway across town and she didn't have the money. She was supposed to stay at a hotel. She had the money for the hotel. But I had to tell the town it's not in this town. It's in another town. Right. And she just started to cry because she couldn't get there. Right. And it's midnight. Mm -hmm. And what do I do? I told her, you're not going to believe this. But someone knew you or already knew you were going to be here. She's like, what? I said, your ride's already paid for. I had somebody in the cab a couple days ago or yesterday that uh, paid me money because she knew someone needed it. And it's it's you. I think her name was Rachel. Uh-huh. I had to write it down because I went back to Becky, the one who gave me the money, and told her what had happened. And Becky balls her eyes out because, uh-huh. well, she sensed something. Right. And she was the angel that was there at that time without ever having to be there. I was the go-between and that's not where the story ends maybe a year later i'm at home with my kids and my kids and their friends you know they're all playing video games and the story came up and i talked about it uh probably about two years ago one of my son's friends came to me while we were all hanging out somewhere and he goes hey i need to tell you several years ago we were all hanging out at your house and you told this story right and that had a big impact on me, and it sent my life in a whirlwind really? about what my responsibility was in the world. He said, I started doing that, paying it forward, yeah, because that had a real big impact on me. He tells me this completely unsolicited. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to Becky and say, so Becky, listen. Oh, no, no, she's going to cry some more. She just bawled her eyes out again, because <laughs> we don't often know the impact, the ripple we sent out into the world. Right. And that was a life-changing moment it's for me. It's the butterfly me. effect. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And I had no idea it had impacted these kids. And, and it came back to, nice. to Becky. And this woman, Rachel, has a story she says she's right. telling right now, too. So, yeah. so yeah, that, that was uh, life-changing yeah. to me. To me, paying it forward is uh, being in the Starbucks line and paying for the guy behind you. Right? They do that at 7-Eleven with, yeah. uh, with the muffins. If... You can buy a muffin for homeless people. Oh, you, you can? Put, in, put a dollar in and they put a muffin cool. in a basket like for homeless that. people. Yeah. Because I always wondered if the Starbucks people just don't like charge the guy behind me anyway and keep them. Depends on the guy. Yeah. It's like, you want to pay for this fucker? Yeah. Nah, man, I'm taking that money and his. <laughs> I usually say uh, the guy behind me is paying. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Beep says that L- Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Beep wants to pay for my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, do we have anything to add to that? Well, I can add. I can add another thing to that. What's that? Uh, we were right here. I was right here, and uh, it was early morning, maybe four thirty-five o'clock. And the store over here used to be twenty-four hours. Sure. And they had coffee and stuff in there. Oh. And this lady, uh, I'd say she had to be close to seventy years old. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, street person yeah uh shuffles up to the door and the guy behind the counter like put his hand out like no you don't come in here and so she's i said what's up uh, they won't let you in she goes no i've been trespassed from there but all i want is a cup of coffee and i told her just wait right there 
I went in there and I bought her a large coffee, got two creams, two sugars, paid for it, brought it out to her. I said, here you go. And she goes, oh, thanks. And she starts to hand me money for the coffee. And I say, no, no, you don't, this is free. This is, free. This is for you. For your inconvenience. Uh -huh. Right. You know, these guys, you might think, oh, you're, you're, you guys are dicks. You're not. No, no, I, I can imagine there's probably something that causes There's a reason them, right? why. Like, yeah, maybe there's she a reason was stealing why. or whatever. But at that moment, she wanted a cup of coffee. I got her a cup of coffee. And there was another cab driver <coughs> from the company who was behind me. And he saw what happened. And he gets out and says, I've never seen anything so wonderful in my life. Oh, and I'm like, you changed his world. Dude, I just bought her a cup of coffee. All right, next subject. Dispatcher again. Dispatcher. Oh, it's 10. It is 10. Pot for me. Pot for you. Give me some pot for me. Got anything? I got something. I want to say something. Okay. I How much pot. do you miss the uh, alternative bar throwing those foam parties don't you miss the foam parties you're picking on me because are you you want to bring that to me because you know why right well i noticed they haven't had them in several years now. i remember when he said he was never going to do them again and i was so happy yeah 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 in case you're wondering a foam party they flood the dance floor i don't know how much of the area there was just the, the dance entire floor. dance floor yeah, yeah. With this, it wasn't. It was like a soapy foam. It wasn't soap. It's it was some soap. chemical. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the bubbles have to stay. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, it's up over, over your, your heads. Head. Yeah. And everybody would be rocking and dancing, right, uh, to the to the beat, right, and covered in foam yeah. and, and getting, sliding around and getting groped. And, groped. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing that people talk about. Yep. Um, but at the end of the night, people would want rides home. And of course, they would want to climb into your cab with foam all over them. Mm -hmm. And I, I reiterate, it's not soap; it's some chemical. Yeah, and it stains the seats. And they would it get actually gets gritty too. Yeah, it's not and they would the, get very angry when you wouldn't let them in the cab. Mm -hmm. uh, I think after a while, they started hosing them down with water, right outside. Yeah, because it was only during the summer that they did this. Right. right. So, yeah. You could, because at the end of the night, they would be spraying the floors and spraying it out. Yes. So, and then they'd be spraying it down the drain. Gosh, I bet that was horrible. <laughs> and in an uh, environmental especially hazard. in this yeah. town, in this town, that I don't, I'm surprised they didn't get in trouble for that. Maybe that's why they stopped, but or maybe part of it. Um, yeah. So I think people were taking the advantage yeah. of getting sprayed off, but they would, uh, they would want to get in the cab and you could not let them. In. I would start carrying some old shitty towels I would get from Goodwill or something. Yeah. I would, I would have a picnic. Basket, or picnic uh picnic, picnic table basket? picnic table uh cover oh okay could sit on. and you put it on your seat yeah i did that oh. for a little while before i was on my own because uh -huh. in in the yellow cab you know yeah. somebody else would get right. it i didn't care i didn't care but you know people would get in and say oh did somebody pee in this it's yeah. like no i just picked somebody up at the at phone the, party phone party and they're like oh yeah. i don't believe you so tell me about uh why did he tell you he was never doing that again was there some an incident that happened no or? he never said he, he never just said, said he's never going to do it again it was very popular. It was extremely popular. Yeah. And so when I did my cartoon, I, I would always post a cartoon, especially when I was on my own, that would say, hey, I'll take you to the phone party. I ain't driving you home from the phone, right. phone party unless you've changed your clothes. You know, but I don't say that in the in the cartoon. I just right. say I have a picture of them trying to get in my door and yeah. me just looking the other way. I'm not I'm not giving you a ride. 
Uh, but I did have one girl I gave a ride to because I liked her a lot. Sam, you're wonderful. Yeah, he just wanted in your pants. So. <laughs> Sam was like genuinely a wonderful person. Um, but yeah, I would not take them. Yeah. And you have to explain. Right. You're not the you only person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's other people who have to ride after you. It's like the person with the wet dog. It's raining today. If I was working on a day that's raining, it always happens. Yeah. Can you take a dog? Why today? Why when it's raining, your dog's wet and soggy? The company I work for has started charging a $10 dog fee. Sure. I yeah. get it. When you have to vacuum up dog hair and you have to uh, spray uh, some sort of smelly thing in your car because a wet dog was in it. But you also have to understand people have allergies. What if the next person who gets in your cab has an allergy to something like that? Well, potpourri for you. I kept thinking pot when you kept saying that. So... This is a while ago, but this is what just the first thing that popped in my head because you kept saying pop. We kept saying pop. I picked her up. She was a bartender in town. I picked her up. She was finished for the day and she wanted to go home, but she needed to stop by the weed store and then she needed to stop by McDonald's and then I would take her home. And she bought like 50 bucks worth of weed and she bought like 50, 60 bucks worth of McDonald's because she knew she was <laughs> going to need it. And she goes, I'm actually way more embarrassed for the amount of McDonald's I'm buying than I am weed for the weekend. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's the norm now. Yeah, but that was before it was the norm. Okay. Yeah, this was when they were just dispensaries. Okay. You know, I remember when the first dispensary opened, I took this uh, girl who was working there. I said, are they open yet? And she goes, no, we, we're, get, we're getting to open in a couple weeks. I said, uh, how do I get in there? She Get online, get that little green card. <laughs> she Basically, she gave me a card for a doctor out yep. of town. Yep. She said, show up here with $125. Tell him you have asthma, and he'll give you a card. Right. It's like this emotional right. support. Animal. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. So I I had a medical marijuana card for several years. Yeah. And then now we don't need it. Yeah. And now what happened to all the dispensaries? They're gone. Stores now, they say they service medical stuff. But who has a medical card anymore? Yeah, they don't need it anymore. A doctor can just say, go get some. Yeah. 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 It's going to be that way with other things too. Coming well, up is my, coming up as uh, mushrooms. Yeah, you That's should uh, uh, or psychedelics. There are there are some states that have already legalized yeah. it. Well, I mean, it's becoming uh, that you, you need to have a card. You yeah, need to have yeah. Everything, but that's going to clear up. You too. should have told us about the time you ate ten edibles. <laughs> I didn't eat ten. I ate five. <laughs> I had a guy who was just as excited as you. Paid his one hundred twenty-five dollars, got his green card, and he was in my cab. He was so excited. I'm going to the dispensary. It's like going to Disneyland. Yeah, right? it is the first. Yeah, you went in one today. Yeah, for the first time, right? I took you. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a few. Okay, yeah, I told I told the I told the bud tender you were a virgin. Yeah, they Thomas like didn't want me sitting in the car when he went in to buy some weed today at one of the one of the weed shops, so I had to come in and uh, I explained that you made me come in, and he told them that I had never been in a weed shop. Weed shop. That you were a weed, weed virgin. Shop. A weed virgin. And the girl says, "Oh, we popped this cherry." <laughs> I did take two Canadians once. They were all excited. There's, we could just go into any weed store. We could go into any yeah. weed store. So I drove them to the, to the one up on the, the curve up there. On, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's a popular one. It is a open late. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I have more to say about that one, too. But they had never done it before. Mm -hmm. They had never right. gone in one. But since they were in the States for like the weekend, they were going to go to see a show and all this kind of stuff. He's like, let's go get some. Let's go get some. It's overwhelming at well, first. I said, it's okay. I'll walk in with you. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll show you what, what's up and we'll, we'll talk to the bud tender and everything. And I did. And then the guy was offering him a, a 
he didn't want to buy cigarettes, but he wanted a, a vape pen, okay, yeah. a weed pen. And it was like 60 bucks. And so he's like, 60 bucks? I don't know. I don't know. What are you trying uh, to do? And he got real sketchy, he sketched out. But it was adorable. Yeah. They left with nothing. But uh -huh. I said, it's okay. It's okay. But that was their first yeah. time in. That's cool. This was not my first time in. But this guy that I drove got his card, went to the store, and he got a bunch of stuff. And he had a little Ziploc bag of uh, goldfish crackers. And I said, oh, I love goldfish crackers. He goes, here, you want some? And he gave me like five of them. Yeah. But he said, only eat like twos. They were the weed goldfish they were crackers. They were weed-infused goldfish crackers. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, and I was saying I like goldfish crackers in general. Right. Right. And I actually had some at home. Right. And uh, I went home. And I've smoked weed before. And I think I'm pretty funny yeah. when I smoke weed. My ears get hot and I, I start to giggle a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah. I remember the giggles. Yeah. Um, but I had never eaten like brownies or cookies or okay, yeah. weed infused stuff. And uh -huh. he gave me these. Animals. And, yeah. I ate like one or two of them after my shift. And I didn't notice anything. I didn't feel anything. So after a little while, I ate another one. Uh -huh. And I didn't feel anything. And then I ate another one. I didn't eat all of them. I ate like four. Four out of five. Yeah, something like that. And... Way to show some control. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody had called me and said, you know, are you still up for hanging out and stuff? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't feel good. I don't know why I don't feel good. Uh, and they just and she was like, well, why? Why don't you feel good? And I, I look at the table. I had eaten an entire two-pound milk carton box of those goldfish crackers. Holy smokes! And two frozen pizzas oh my god i hadn't even realized i was watching a show i was like watching the sopranos or something like that this is way while back yeah i guess and i was i started laughing because i didn't even realize how badly these four <laughs> little goldfish crackers had affected me i didn't you're, have a head you're high. looking on the table like who left this mess here <laughs> <laughs> what's this all about yeah that was an experience for me oh yeah that was uh well how about a joke yeah, lay it on me. We haven't. Well, no, let's not do a joke. Oh, I will, I've been going down the. You Wait, ever jerk me around? You ever uh, search something on Google and end up going down a rabbit hole? Right? Ugh. Yeah, I was for some reason looking up Cleopatra. You sure it was Cleo? Cleopatra, okay. the uh, Egyptian goddess, mm -hmm. sixty BC or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know her uh, mate was Mark Antony for a while. Okay. Did you know he was a Roman soldier? Okay. So the, these two dynasty type eras, the Egyptian era and the Roman era, are colliding. Right? They're 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 overlapping. Mm -hmm. So I found out that while she was with Mark Antony, he had this entourage of soldiers that he would travel with. She was having an affair with one of his soldiers because Mark Antony wouldn't perform a certain service, oral. Okay. Okay. And she loved oral. So one of these Roman soldiers, unbeknownst to Mark, fulfilled that need. So she was satisfied. Right. Mark finds out about it. Yeah, because he's wondering, how come you're not asking yeah. for oral anymore? Right. So she explains everything. She says, Bob's really he's, nice. He says, okay, not in love with no him. more after this. Promise me he, no more. She goes, okay, so the one last time. She wants to reward the soldier for, for, for the service. Yeah. So she sticks a six-carat diamond ring in her vagina. And as he's going down and licking it, he... Chokes on it and dies. No, he, oh. the diamond pops out and she goes, that's for you. Thank you very much. He was gladiator.
I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no pun intended. That was pretty funny. Good night, folks. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right, sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.